Today on CityCast Pittsburgh. I grew up in Wilkinsburg, so I've been following its potential annexation by the city of Pittsburgh pretty closely. At first, I thought it was going to be a good move for the borough. You know, the property taxes would be significantly lower and the city's population would increase and get more diverse. But lately, I've seen a lot of hesitation from residents and from some of the borough's elected council. There's a lot of unknowns, like what's going to happen to the school district, policing, representation, and even things like snow removal. I've got to be honest, I'm pretty confused about the process. And as it turns out, so is Wilkinsburg Mayor Dante Comins. It's Tuesday, January 18th. I'm Morgan Moody, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. What are the main concerns that you're hearing from residents? You know, what, like, what are their concerns? Gentrification. Because we already know how Wilkinsburg has been redlined since the beginning. Uh, you have your high-priced homes in Black Ridge and in uh, Regent Square. But when I call center Wilkinsburg, you know, the meat. Yeah. You have your homes that are, are just, they're, they're very, like, poorly assessed. Like, that's the best way I could say it without being vulgar. Because it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, if you take a home, like, for instance, my Ashley, she used this uh, all the time. Her grandmother's house, beautiful three-bedroom house. has a carport in the back, big backyard, front porch, always flowers. There's, you know, an attic, a finished basement. And it's assessed at twenty seven thousand. If it was moved over to Black Ridge, it would be at one fifty, one sixty. Wow. So if our homes were fairly assessed, then it will even out and that naturally would lower our tax. But at the same time it would it would raise more what are people paying, but that's giving you more equity and more more funds for you. That you could take out and you know buy more property with you know it's just a, a better asset for your family than a liability if something happens to it and y'all leave it there and it just crumble and, and that's the thing too about the area of wilkinsburg like it is extremely accessible because the busway is there the business is even popping up in the area so gentrification is a huge concern for me there's a lot of elected officials in pittsburgh that say this would be a win-win for wilkinsburg and for the city Maybe they're right, but I think Pittsburgh's population and diversity would go up, which is, you know, probably more so why they they think that we should. Well, they think that Wilkinsburg should annex. I still feel very much so a part of that, yeah. that borough. But think about but this. Go ahead. That's go a, ahead. Think about this, though. We're adding 15, almost 15,000 people in the last 10 years. Pittsburgh's lost almost 10,000 black people from the Allegheny County that just moved out of Pittsburgh and went everywhere around us because around us have lower taxes and we have the higher one, but now we're lower than them. And who knows if those people will leave and come to us, but we can't, we're not getting a fair share because everyone just, it's like a stain on us right now, this this annexation talk. Yeah, how will Wilkinsburg, which is a majority black community, it's the sixth largest black community actually in Pennsylvania. How will it be represented by the city of Pittsburgh? They don't know. <laughs> that's, the, that's the big issue. That's why both councils need to talk. That's why they always say, hey, uh, this is the only way we can get this to happen. If if this is something that or councils can come to or uh, school boards and everything, 
if it could all can make sense, like who's a representation for council? Will we get a, a seat on school board? Because we're bringing a school district. We already been taken out of the city's um, state representative, uh, representative. So we're no longer in Ganey's district. We're now in Summer Lee's uh, district. Right. Ed Ganey served the 24th district and that included Wilkinsburg for years. But now he's the mayor of Pittsburgh. And representation everywhere is sort of up in the air because of, you know, statewide redistricting. Yes. So it's like, how would all that representation be affected? Like when, how would a lot lines be drawn? Will Ricky Burgess be a council person? Will we get someone we split in half? Will, you know, Regent Square get their independence? Uh, Black Ridge too. It's just, there's so many questions. You know, I get a lot of calls now like, hey, let us all vote. Let us all vote. I'm like, y'all, y'all are convincing the wrong person. I don't have a say so to start or stop it. Pittsburgh City Council does. So if they're the ones that should be, if they have the position that they have to make this decision, they should have been with this from the start talking. So things can be, you know, mapped out better. If the annexation goes through, how will you encourage your neighbors, the people that you represent to weigh that choice? I would have to do uh, my best and everyone in this neighborhood to to get to as many people as possible. Just like we knocked on doors to, to vote for us, we just have to go and inform them and not even scare them, just the waiter options and, you know, talk to them. Uh, they they have been having meetings, but we have to go and knock on their doors. We have to. We have a problem over here where there's 15,000 people almost, but um, on a regular 1,500 vote every election Wow. So that's not a representation at all. Yeah. So that's not. So we have to, number one, increase the vote, you know, try to get more people um, registered because it's sad when you, you know, you get a list and they give you a super voter list and there's a whole street with 100 homes and only three of them have you know, voters. Also, like (laughs) to be a little lighter, what would happen to you and your job as mayor if they annexed Wilkinsburg? There would be no mayor, and that's not my issue with this. You know, I'm a selfless person. It's not about a title. I don't. I've been. I was on school board for for two years before this, and that has a lot more power than than being the mayor of Wilkinsburg. So you know, that's number one. What I have to get, I have to go knock on these doors and and just inform people. You know, go to them. Go to to where they hang out and you know, just talk to people just to get it to spread the word. Cause there's still people now that, that don't know this is going on. And those are the people that I, I really represent because they, they need a voice. Mayor of Wilkinsburg, super dad, Dante <laughs> Comins. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having, I appreciate this. This was, this was great. And in case you haven't noticed, it's freezing outside. CityCast Pittsburgh senior producer Megan Harris is checking in this week with folks helping our unhoused neighbors stay warm. I'm with Jarrell Gilliam. He's the executive director of the Light of Life Rescue Mission on the north side. Jarrell, I see you've got your fire police screensaver going on back there. It's already been so bitterly cold a few days this year, and now we've got all this snow to deal with. What are the state of your facilities right now? Well, the facilities are are doing well. Um, We are very blessed that this year we were able to open um, a new, a brand new facility for emergency services over on Vetley Street. And um, and so for the first time, we actually have a building that's designed for 
the population that we serve. So the facilities are great. It does not lessen, though, the uh, the heightened state of emergency that weather like this puts people who are unstably housed uh, in. And so uh, we're happy that we have a place for them. Now it's about uh, being able to locate them and, and offer our services. How many folks can you accommodate um, in the different spaces that you have? Uh, we have 130 total beds across all of our various buildings. Uh, 50 beds are for emergency shelter. And what is the distinction there? What does that mean, emergency shelter? Um, well, those are set up for, um, for people who are living on the street. They're looking for a temporary place to stay. It distinguishes from our other long-term programming, which are set up for people that have special needs or, or special uh, backgrounds. So it could be drug and alcohol, mental health, uh, women with children that are uh, seeking help with addiction. So those are longer-term programs, and they require a, uh, a commitment from the people to go through the program. Emergency shelter is more low barrier. It's just focused totally on getting people out of the weather and giving them meals and giving them a place to stay. 50 beds seems awfully small given the full population of Pittsburgh. Is that enough to meet the need right now? It is growing and the needs of homelessness are, are growing in our community. And uh, no, we could always use more beds. Um, what the challenge is and where we're going to be the growth edge in the future is how can we partner with agencies, churches, uh, organizations uh, so that we're all looking to solve this problem together. Um, as you know, uh, the county announced building a new shelter and uh, we're, we're excited for that one to come online uh, in, in within the next year. And so there will be additional capacity that way. But um, we're going to be chasing this for a while and we could always use uh, we could always use more beds. Yeah. So how is everyone doing right now? You know, the folks that you're seeing come through your doors right now, it's it's just so cold. And with COVID numbers on the rise, how are they doing? Yeah, well, they're very, uh, um, you know, overall uh, very grateful to be able to have a place. Um, One of the things that is challenging with this season, however, that we're in, you mentioned COVID. COVID has impacted everyone and it's brought a level of trauma to everyone. And so um, you already have a traumatized population that now COVID is another layer on top of that. And uh, and this population has also been impacted by a, a third disruptive factor, which is the opioid crisis, which a lot of people, it's kind of fell out of the headlines, but uh, we, we set another record, unfortunately, last year for opioid deaths, deaths in our country. And so that has continued to skyrocket as well. So you have uh, increased mental health challenges uh, that people who are homeless are dealing with. And then the, the pandemic has created isolation, which um, leads to more mental health issues. And so it's very challenging uh, right now. And it's a difficult season to get through for, for all of us. But I think those who are unstably housed, it's even uh, exponentially more difficult. I guess as we're looking ahead, whether the temperatures are down or as they begin to level out into the spring, what can um, CityCast Pittsburgh listeners do to help? Well, that's another good question. You know, I try to encourage people all the time, especially in the environment that we're living in now. There is so much um, division that's on broadcast in our community, in our society. And um, what I encourage people is to 
do their best to spread uh, love and goodwill to people around them. Sometimes it doesn't take very much, just a smile <laughs> uh, when you're passing somebody on the street or uh, a kind deed uh, when somebody's walking into a grocery store. The more that we can um, show that we all care and we're part of a common humanity, uh, the better for, for everyone. And that includes the homeless as well. We want Pittsburgh to be known as a place that welcomes everyone. I, I always challenge people or I tell people to challenge me that whatever your background is, uh, we can find a place for you within Light of Life. It doesn't have to just be about putting soup in a cup. We need people everywhere to help. Yeah, thank you so much for what you're doing for our community. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me and, uh, and have a great year. That's all from us today at CityCast Pittsburgh. We hope you're loving the show so far. If so, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter. It's got so many more stories than we can cover here and all the ways you can interact with the CityCast Pittsburgh team. We'll be back Thursday morning with more news from around the city. And until then, stay inside and stay warm. You can go be a dad. She's a cancer. We need a lot of attention.